What's up, y'all? Welcome back to episode five of Carefree Loners, season one. Yup, yup. This is your girl, Auntie. It is your boy, Old Goddamn. And, you know, today we're just going to have some weekly topic of discussions. Um, if you haven't already, uh, I'm sorry, not already, goddamn. If you haven't already checked out our last previous episode four, that was a special interview with Up Karma, a uh, member of the group Two Wave. So check, make sure you check out that interview. It was actually pretty dope. Check we out enjoyed the interview. It was fun. You know, it was chill, laid back. So make sure you go ahead and check that out for us. And we will go ahead and get the ball rolling. Hell yeah. Alrighty. So, so our to- weekly topic of discussions. First one is eliminating toxicity. Ooh. Mmm. How you feel it's, about that? Old it's easy. Idea? It's easy doing that for me, but honestly, it, it's hard if it's like a it's like if it's like a certain type of person. If it's like a certain type of person you just just can't fucking shake off and shit, whether it's like an attachment thing or it's like a lustful type thing, that shit get hard, you know. But it comes to a certain point where you gotta do it, goddamn. I feel you on because that. Because if both of y'all are on some toxic shit, it's just gonna create a whole type of environment and energy to where it'll be nonstop. A lot of people get trapped into toxic situations. You know what? I I have to agree with that, honestly. Um, there's no disagreement over here because I was put in a situation before where I was toxic for a little while. And the thing about it, I was so oblivious to my toxicity that I wasn't realizing how much it was draining me and what it was doing to me mentally. So I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? You know? Yeah. Trying to figure out, you know, the Man, I don't think out. if I ever been toxic, I guess I I've did more healing females from toxic situations and they go right back and shit. So it's like that's it, because you're I like, guess that's my toxic rate. It's like I heal toxic You attract people damage people. I try toxic and damage people. Yeah. I guess because 'cause I'm such so pure of a person. Yeah. I mean, but you're a nice person in general. And plus, you really are good at listening and giving good advice. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised that a female is going to come to you when she's at her downfall and want to kind of discuss some things with you because it was on her heart, it was on her mind, you know? Yeah, that, that happens to me a lot. Yeah, it, it, it's like, it's sometimes it's dudes, but it is mainly women. I don't know why, but it's... I can just say, hey, how you doing? And then, based off their response, I can tell if something's wrong with them, but I'll eventually talk to them about it. You know, it'll lead up to it or something like that. Because me, I don't like bad energy. If I hit you up, I expect you to be chipper, or I expect you to have some type of relief when you got me on the phone. But wait a minute. What if they're just, like, having a bad day and it's taking them a minute to kind of warm up to this whole extravagant interest that you're looking for when they answer the phone. Like, for example, if I get off of work and I walk in the door and I probably am not in the mood and you're expecting me to be in this whole hyped-ass mood. I don't know. I'm not saying that isn't hype. 
I say that I I want a person to at least feel relieved. Like I told talked about earlier, you know, when you somebody's peace and stuff. I'm a lot of people's peace. Goddamn, apparently. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm a whole peacekeeper and shit of my family most of the time. So it's like I I don't expect just me naturally off default when somebody hits me up. I don't really get the the sad vibes or something from I I can tell with you when you hit me up, but you don't give me that off rip. I mean, we've been friends for fourteen, going on fifteen years. You should know me. Yeah, that's the thing. If if anybody else don't know me besides my parents and my peoples, you should be number one. Yeah, that is the thing. I've gotten so used to being around people with their toxicities or with their damaged troubles that I can just tell off rip if something is wrong. Just based off if a random girl I hit up or she hit me up. And I can tell based off either how she sounds or what she texts and stuff that something might be wrong. Just me being a nice guy, I'll just be like, you all right? What's wrong? What's up? How your day going? Like, how you feeling today? It's just the questions nobody really asks. Yeah, because those type of questions really don't even exist anymore. It's all, like I'm it's always, always it's always like what you doing. I'm curious. Like I hate that question to the point now. What like you doing? what you doing? I hate that what you doing. I'd be like that so shit what you annoying as fuck. Like why are you gonna constantly ask me what I'm doing? Like I told you literally twenty minutes ago that I'm doing the same shit that ain't changed. Yeah, I, I, the only thing I ask is what you getting into. If you just say you just chilling for the rest of the day, that's what I'll be like. All right. I don't even ask people what they doing anymore. I'll be like, you know what, what you got going on today? Yeah. What you well, getting into? Right. What's and your if schedule? you gonna tell me, oh I don't know yet, but I'm I got something in mind. Okay, I'ma leave it as that. I'm not gonna ask your ass what you doing because apparently you ain't doing shit if we talking. If a person just say they tired and chilling, then I you just chilling for the day, guys. Yeah. But sometimes I ask what you doing just in case I hit somebody up and I need something done. But back to the toxicity thing. I'm talking about like if you have a significant other type shit. Oh yeah, that too. Me, if we face to face or if we've been texting all day. I'm not going to be asking what you're doing because I assume that we are already be talking about that throughout our conversation. That's what I'm saying. So it's like... Now, I can understand if... That's what I know you have nothing else to talk about if you ask me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so the conversation's about to end, so... so. Right. Oh, getting on that, you can always tell when the conversation's about to end on a text message. I can't. If, like if, you just get that vibe like the conversation could be going so well and you just automatically know that based on someone's response that shit about to be dead yeah I had a hard time figuring that out with females but I kind of figured that out now if they not in the mood to text or if they don't want to text I'll just leave my response there and if they hit me back it's, <laughs> me I ain't the type of person to be like like well, damn, she ain't hear me back. Uh, like if if we talking, talking <laughs> like, damn, if you my girl, <laughs> if you my girl and you ain't hear me back all day, yeah, I'm be looking for you. Like where the fuck you at? But if it's like a girl I'm just talking to or conversing with friendly and shit or flirtatious, I'll just be like, all right, maybe so, she's busy. Speaking about that, 
You said if it, if okay, if it was your girl and you haven't heard from her all day, you gonna be wondering where the fuck she at, right? Yeah, cause uh, you supposed to be hitting me up like. Checking up on me just like I'll be checking up on you. I'm not about to keep blowing up your phone like that. Because I ain't about to have your attitude. Why are you blowing up my phone and shit like that? And you might have been just doing some shisey shit and you turned it around on me and shit. <laughs> so I don't just be like, if I don't hear from you in 24 to 48 hours, then. So in your defense. It must be an issue. In your shit. defense, going literally a whole day without talking to your significant other is out of the question. Yeah. So you like nigga, come on, bro. You, you. What if? What? Oh, hold on now. Hold on now. What? Okay. What if they were, I guess, busy doing something? Like they were like obviously Man, tied up. A person checks their phone every thirty minutes to an hour. Okay, I'm feeling the you. average person. Okay, check their phone every thirty minutes to an hour. Okay. If your ass could look at videos or look at your notifications or some shit, you have enough time to flip open your password and shit and be like, hey, my bad, I've been MIA, but I'm doing this, I'm pretty busy. See, you know? and that's why... Or, or a quick call when you go to the bathroom, hey, what's up, love? Like, See, like that. that's also coming to place with, um, like, with communication because I'm really big on communication. I feel like if you can't communicate with me and, like, tell me, like, at least something to let me know that you straight so I don't got to be sitting here worrying about you, you know, like, damn, you know, because it's a crazy-ass world that you never know. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody going can go missing within 24 hours and you don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying that's why I'm like... Or anything could have happened. Like, I'm that type of person. I don't try to jump to conclusions and automatically, damn, somebody Women getting kidnapped, men out here getting killed and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I try to, I don't try to think about like tragic shit like that, but that do run across my mind, you know, especially if the last time we spoke, you was out. You know what I'm saying? You was out with your niggas and shit. And you didn't, you failed to communicate with me, let me know what the fuck is going on. Hey, you made it home, goddamn? Right. I to anybody a who simple good night. You already know anybody who leave the house. The first thing I'm gonna say, hey, be safe, be careful. Let me know when you get home. Those and, are my three words that I'm gonna tell somebody every time they leave. And there's a time limit. If you didn't let nobody know what you're doing, there's a time limit that you should respond back to your significant other. Are you because sure? that yes, because that always give people time for their thoughts to be. Running through their head about what the fuck you doing and why you haven't texted them. Okay, so hold on. So hold on. All right, let's say, for example, you text your girl at 3.30, right? Yeah. You ain't heard from her from 3.30 to 4 o'clock. But. That's only 30 minutes? Hold on. on. I'm just saying, let's add an additional 15 to that. You still don't hear from her. I say out. But wait, wait, wait. You got out. She go. What if she go a little bit further than an hour? But if you hour? ain't doing shit, I say an hour if you working. But if you ain't doing <laughs> shit, I say. But how you know she ain't doing shit? Like, if what you if you don't communicate? What if after like past the time frame that you had set, right? She finally decided to respond to you and then tell you what's going on. Then if it's at a decent, if it, if it's at a decent time, like an hour, I'm not gonna trip. But if it's over hour, like what if I, it's two? If it's two hours, I'd be like, so what the fuck are you doing? But what if she was busy? 
Okay, if she tell me what she was busy doing, then I'll be like, ah, okay. But if she keep doing that multiple times, see, shit adds up to be a, <laughs> to be speculation. See, I don't speculate off rip. See, I because I, I was expect if you only, fuck with me and I fuck with you. I was only asking like probing questions because I was just kind of like you know curious. You know what I'm saying? Like, because people don't think about shit like that. No, they get warnings and shit like that. <laughs> so. No, that shit. That shit, shit. If the shit adds up to it. Like when you be on that creep shit, I build, like, I build evidence. I'm like the FBI. I build evidence before I come to a motherfucker. <laughs> Cause I ain't gonna be looking stupid. Yeah, I feel you. If I get on your ass, I'll be like, so you was fucking around with this whole communication thing slipping up this time, this time, this time, this time, this time, this time. I was like, so what the fuck do you be doing around that time? Especially if it's a pattern. So what the fuck are you doing around? That's true, especially if y'all have like a set schedule of how y'all do things, and then that one, that just that one fucking day, just kind of like ruins the routine. Like it was like, oh. see, it's me. If, if I gotta go, see with me, if if I had a girl and she wants to make sure keep tabs up on me and shit, and nine, I wouldn't say nine times out of ten, I'd say seven point five times out of ten she'll be damaged so it's like i automatically got that in my head okay i gotta give her uh, affirmation you know reassurance all that stuff so me my communication game is already good so if i'm out let's say one day i gotta go to work i text a good morning about to head out to work and stuff like that i'll text you throughout my day whatever and when i'm on lunch tell her i'm on lunch tell her when i'm going back to work tell her when i'm coming home Tell her when I'm at home and shit. Okay, I can and respect that. If I'm out doing stuff, like I'm gonna go to the store, like, hey, going to the store, you need something? Because I know me, like, I know I'm I'm really big on communication. And even if I don't respond right away, I mean, me, I'm gonna eventually respond. Yeah. That's just me. I'm gonna eventually respond. It yeah. may not be right away, but I'm gonna eventually tell you what the fuck I'm doing because I'm literally half time. Yeah. My phone be in my bra. That should be in my pocket, my purse. Y'all so phone if be I'm, everywhere. <laughs> so if I'm out and about doing some shit like at the store or something, or I'm having to run some errands or whatever, whatever I'm doing, like yeah, I got your message, but you gotta give me a minute. <laughs> Uh, because get, anybody who knows me, like, if I'm not at the house, okay, so 9 out of 10, if I'm not at the house and I'm out, I'm going to end up, you know, letting you know what the fuck going on. It may not be right away, but, yeah, I got your message. Hell, yeah, half that's the why time, I get a certain time. Half the time, like, if you call me, I'll send you a text message like, hey, I was, I'm doing this real quick. I'm going to call you back. Some people don't do that but shit. Here, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. If my girl just tell me she just wants some space and shit, and she just want to be to herself right now and not talk to nobody, then I'd be like, all right, cool. I don't care if you don't hit me up the whole day because you say you want that space. See. But you do have to send me a good night, though. I don't give a damn. <laughs> good night and good morning, goddammit. Yeah, I feel you. I, I might call you real quick for a cool five-minute check on you. Then I hang up, see if you need anything, you want something to eat, you want me to stop by or some shit, change your mind, what? Then, in the middle of that day, if she still wants to, then I'll be like, all right, click, let her leave her alone or some shit, let her do her thing. So how you feel about that, being in a relationship and your partner tell you they want space? 
I'm I'm used to people telling me that, so I'm like, I'll just give them that space. Because me, I'll eventually, there'll be a time where it'll be like, I kind of want to miss you too, so you don't always... But my thing is, if y'all not living together, right? Yeah. Say y'all either live in, you know, two different households, or one might live in one state, the other one might live in a different city. Who's to say... I mean, if it's built like that and y'all really don't see each other like that, how much space do you actually need? Well, it depends on how much you see each other. Because I'm the type of nigga, when I ride out, I'll have my girl on the phone with me talking to her and shit while I'm doing what I'm doing, like going to the store or bullshit, you know, if I just want to ride out or do something. I sometimes do that, but... I guess I stopped doing it because I don't have my AirPods anymore. So. Yeah, that's why I have headphones. I'm not having so. no speakers. <laughs> my girl might say some freaky stuff while I'm loud as hell on the phone. And I'm like, yo. Hey, listen, if y'all got no cars. We got civilians. Bluetooth listening, automatically connect. Oh, uh, yeah. That shit, you got to be careful because like. I'm a whole nigga on that phone. First of all, depending on who you talking to, that your whole car might lift the fuck up. You like, hey, what the fuck? Don't go through the drive through with my ass. Hell no. That's why I'm your ass because you, you ruthless. Act the fool. And, and you loud. Make, you be, you be actually loud. You, make you feel like it's a Decepticon outside. <laughs> but yeah, so I kind of feel like everybody went through. Anybody who's like probably like age 21 up to their 30s, they should already went through the process of their toxic ways and habits and shit like that and should at least come to terms like all right i'm not gonna well, do you, this for the rest of my life you 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 have to respect you you have to give some type of respect of that person i believe because it's like communication can help out with a lot because a person like myself i tend to overthink a lot but with women, I don't really think that much with women. I will if a pattern started adding up. But it's like... So you don't like change? I do like change. I'll appreciate if a person changed for the better good of herself and myself at the same time. But I'm just saying, like, if y'all stuck in a routine that y'all do daily and something slightly changes, like, you don't want to change? You wouldn't want that change? Just a slight moment? No, nah, if it makes sense or if it's if it's not a big deal, I wouldn't care about it. But if it's like a big type of change where it might have an effect on either the way I feel or I like moments and shit, then yeah, I have an issue. But if it's like if it's like a communication change or something like that, I mean, if it's not really becoming an issue after a while, I won't say nothing. See, I won't say nothing right off the bat. If something changes, I'll wait a little bit to see what type of shit you want. If you just chill or if it ain't no issue, then I won't say shit. But if I feel like it's some shady shit or some shiesty shit going on, then I'll say something if I'm I'm not fucking with it. Because I don't like holding shit in and I like dealing with it right then and there. Right. So it won't be no toxic shit, you know? Because what if, if if a person don't know what that is close to you that's gonna be your significant other they're with you till damn near the day you die or the day y'all don't want to fuck with each other if you doing if you changing up and switching up your ways and your time and your schedules that's gonna make a motherfucker overthink 
I mean, with some women, they'll probably make, make them way overthink. And with some people that overthink, that whole toxic trait turned on to where, okay, since you, I think you act funny, so I'm act funny. See, that shit. I, my thing about that, I don't like assumptions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't want but people nobody are gonna assuming do it, that, you know, you doing some shit when you're not really doing it. Yeah, but people are gonna do that though. If if it all depends on communication and the way that you're switching it up, the way you change. If somebody will be close to you in your life, you have to respect the fact that the way you change might not sit well with them. But that's only if you live with them. See, though. but I feel like if you're gonna do a change, I feel either... like that's only if you're living with them. You have to respect how you're changing towards that person because they're with you in your face twenty four seven and stuff like that. I mean, if they change it for the greater good, yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking about, like, if they're not in the same household. Then it's just, if y'all really love each other and then want, like, really fuck each other, then just talk. But if it's changing... See, that's the thing. Like, I feel like... I'm the type of nigga to just adapt. If you could just talk to me and tell me what you about to change, so this way, you're already setting a disclaimer what you're about to do, so I'm not going to sit here and try to be fucking... Expect a gadget to the shit trying to figure yeah. your ass out and figure what you got going on. Just tell me. I will be your support system. I will be here when you're completed. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Like, Charlie. I know a lot of people, like, especially a lot of some women, yeah. they don't they don't really like, well, men too. Men and women, they don't, some don't really like dealing with people who's in the process of working on themselves. Because yeah. they feel like they should have already took care of that before they got in, you know, got with somebody. Yeah, but also, it it kind of is like that. I respect that way, but also, it's like uh, a, another person who's willing to put in the time for you can't help with change. Also, though, like I can't, I can't. Yeah, say but that. that's only the ones who accept the fact that this person is changing. Yeah. This person had a lot of shit going on before y'all started talking. They still need some work. But I still but fuck with them. But if you fuck with them the way you want to fuck with them, and you're going to be there for them while they're going through this evolution, then by all means, But those be the most it. respectable uh, relationship, though. Yeah, because if you will realize, you know, a one person who's not... Because basically, all you're doing is showing a person that you're not going nowhere, even at the toughest times. Yeah, and I know I got trust issues on that shit. You know, because I know it's a lot of people who are like, oh, no, he should, he should, you know, fix himself before we even get together. I It has pros and cons to that because, yeah, I you understand. Don't even know how long that shit yeah, but the thing about it, like, I understand on both aspects. Like, you know, yeah, I can, I can see why you don't want a nigga that is still taking time out to work on himself and still having to do shit. I get it, because then you're like, damn, you're kind of like removing what we're trying to do, and what you got going on is getting in the way of what we're trying to build here. So I get it, because but most of those are most of the women that's already got their shit together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those and those are also some people that don't understand the patience that sometimes you should try to have with your significant other based on how much you love, or they don't know. They forgot what it's like to to work on themselves like they uh, used to be. Yeah. You know? So it's like 
I so, guess it balances. It's, it's like if you have a person that already worked on themselves or if you already worked on yourself but you have a person who's working on them, it all depends on how dedicated you are in a relationship and how much energy you're willing to spend on this person. But, but like, I think if it, it, I feel like only on the person who's willing to It works to out the best back. when both of them are actually working on themselves. Because it's kind of yeah. like, at that point, it's 50-50 in the game. And it's also an advantage for both of y'all to kind of, like, learn each other, grow with each other, see each other's at our worst times and, you know, at our most unsatisfying times where it's dark. But you got that person that's right there, your right-hand person right there with you along the way as they're proceeding to work on themselves, too. Mm-hmm. It can get a little complicated because then you got, you know... Your significant other here and trying to work on himself, and then you know you got the your girl yeah, here trying to work on herself. That's the so it's like y'all got two motherfuckers in a room that's like head over heels trying to make sure they gonna get their shit together, just so they can come together as unity but and make how magic. You can see magic. How strong the bond is, though. That's how you can see how strong the bond is, and with not just being lustful. Or materialistic, but it's like how how see how, I don't want nobody lusting after me. That shit did. How okay. the mental bond though? Like that's that's the type of challenge thing. If 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 let's just say one person, uh, one guy, is going through like a loss in the family or something like that, and he's like down bad. Yeah. And then fuck around. Let's say. Let's say. Uh, the female lost her job and stuff like that and she's depressed because like she don't have enough. That's a mental challenge to see how much how strong or how patient y'all can be with trying to hold each other up you know because there's going to be some days where you might be going through something but then your other spouse might be going through something. And me, I don't like for both of us to be sitting there sad. So I'm gonna try to do some either some funny shit or try to do some shit to cheer my girl up or something. You know, me, I I, I spend energy with trying to, I guess, see how I can like make make our life like happier and shit like that. Cause if you date me. Yeah, I might be going through my shit. I expect you to respect the fact that I am and console me like the girl you are and stuff like that. But I'm also do what I gotta do as a man and like hold my my shit down and hold my girl down at the same time too. But that's a lot of that's a lot to carry. You know, you're trying to carry your problems, your mental, you know, situations. On top of your woman shit. Yeah, but that's but at the but same time, I can re- too, I can respect that though, you know, because that's yeah. where they say, you know, that's your backbone and shit. Because like, like I'll make you feel better, make you cheer up for that a little bit, and then you have to make sure I'm straight too. I'm, I can't be the only one like spending energy on. You. Yeah, that that can be yeah. draining. Because if you don't give a shit about what I'm going through, but you want me to give a shit about what you're going through, we gonna have an old issue because I'm gonna turn to an asshole. Right. I mean, I've seen it happen. I've seen, you know, men who being, you know, be married and having to be basically the breadwinner of the household because the wife don't want to get up and do anything. Like, you know, but she's expecting her handout every time, 
not realizing, asking, you know, her husband as if if anything is wrong or to make sure if he's okay, you know, how's his day? Like, can he come home to a cooked meal at least, you know? Yeah, we don't care if it's some grilled cheese, goddamn. <laughs> we don't care if it's like a ham sandwich, hot pockets, anything. Just, just, when a nigga come home, just be like, just give him some Kool-Aid and a plate of hot pockets. Oh, I don't know because I'm the type of woman that if my man have been at work all day and I get off before him, you can cook. Oh, we'll appreciate. Oh, I'm, I'm he getting the meal. But we're, I'm just saying a little simple stuff like that, like, like especially even though I have a job, but if his job is paying more than my job, look, look, <laughs> and technically home, we become together as one on the bills and shit. But I know at the end of the day, he's head of household. He getting a meal when he get off. But yeah, I'm just saying just little stuff like that. Like, you can make a big meal, but I'm just saying if you just come bring me like a little snackage, like... like I mean, that's different. Like, like that's... Play the hot like, plate like, if my nigga on the game If or I just come in the house and, and I'm hungry and shit. Yeah, like... Just give me a little hot pocket or something. Yeah. And like, roll me up a blunt. If you look, if a man come home to a rolled up blunt to his wife, everything good. That's only if he smokes, cause not a lot of men smoke. Well, not a lot of men smoke a glass or a glass of beer or liquor or something. Whatever you indulge in, yeah. Whatever you prefer. If that's what you like, tell your woman. Shit, a, a fresh can of chewing tobacco. I don't give a damn. <laughs> First of all, that shit is disgusting <laughs> as fuck. Because I hate the look of it, and I hate the smell of it. I don't know why the fuck people still do that. Well, yeah. My uncle turned me the fuck off of that shit. I was like, ooh. I don't even want to see it. Same thing with a female. Me, if there are some house husbands around there and everything, if your female is breadwinner, but you still trying to contribute to the household and all that, me, I say find you a little hustle. Because I might, like if I was a house husband, I might take care of the house and the kids and shit. I'm still have my little hustle too. Yeah, you don't want your your girl to be like the whole. Because it only take one time for your girl to go off on you. And she what? She like get your ass out my house. And you like, can't say shit. Home, you can't say shit because she she the breadwinner. Like, without me, your house be dirty as hell. That's rats, rats yeah, running all through them motherfuckers. Your name on the lease. You'll be, the, you'll be the only motherfucker killing these spiders and shit in this house. And I'm pretty sure she'll find another nigga to come to help that out. Yeah, not with my kids in there, bitch. <laughs> you ain't gonna be that. See, no, we just talked about toxicity. Don't be a toxic baby daddy. Don't be a toxic baby daddy. Shit. Don't do that. That's the, ooh, that used to be one of my fears, man, having a toxic nah, baby daddy. Nah, I, like, ooh, you know, I, I fucking... If I'm just chilling that day and not working myself, I if my wife coming home or my girl coming home from work and I'm living with her, I either run her some bad water or start the shower, put some towels down and shit, roll up the bun, she smoke, pour her a glass of wine if she wants to. Fucking, I'll, I'll even cook hell. Most niggas like cooking. Well, niggas like me because I know how to cook. Some niggas don't know how to cook. <laughs> I know how to throw down, but... You know, it ain't hard making it comfortable for your significant other. It's not hard, especially if you know what they like. Shit, my girl on period, I'm the type of nigga to be observing. What's your candy you like to eat? What's your candy you like to eat when when Mother Nature hit? It's like, what you, 
What music you like uh, fucking with? What music you like See, fucking with? I'm just I'm gonna just give a brief shout out to the man who understands the anatomy of a woman's body when it comes to her menstrual. Yeah, nigga. Like I, I appreciate, appreciate y'all. It ain't to no the big highest. deal. No, because like you know, some men do make women feel kind of like uncomfortable talking or about, make them feel like damn you know y'all came through that what are you talking about all bloody and shit no nah, it's just you know especially when like if a guy is just lusting over a woman like and he and hit all his eyes that's all he sees so if she tell him like hey i'm on my period and he that start shit, cutting up and shit start acting that weird so old, then it's like so childish It'll make the woman feel like, damn, she got some, you know, insecurity situation that she got to work out, well, but she can't control it. You know what I'm saying? It's something that she can't control. That's something. That's something that niggas gonna have to understand. Like that. That's so childish to think that, damn, she don't care. I ain't thinking that no more. Uh, I don't know about the other bitches. That's some childish shit. Because for two things, for one, if you go over there and chill with her, she really see that you fuck with her. And then she might throw it down you when you done when she done with her shit, and then you waited even better and she acting all wild and shit. I'm trying to tell you that. And, but then, and on the second part, if you go over there and just chill with her and relax, she might feel happy enough to give you some little sloppy tidy, some noggin, you know. <laughs> Y'all need to stop bullshitting. It's, it's not a big deal with women on their cycle. That's something that they go through. I act like it's the end of the world. That's why I Some say. of y'all run a red light. We really don't need to talk Whoa. about that. <laughs> we really don't need to talk about that. We're not. We're not going to go there on Some that. Some of y'all is blasphemous. <laughs> How dare you? We know they got some tickets on their cars, boy. Look at him. <laughs> y'all, need to, y'all need to go to church. And you know the crazy shit about it? They said sex is actually good for the menstrual. It helped relieve the it, cramps. But I, what, I'm pers- I've never done it. I, I've never done but it. But that's because too messy. That's, too, that's just too much. I think I got to cut on my shit. Like, that shit make it look like a fucking forensic files on the shit. You know what I'm saying? What you do to me? Like, you think it's CSI outside. Like, hell no. Nah. You'll literally be stabbing. Goddamn. Um, like, Jesus, no. Nah. Mm. Nah. But like I said, that's some scurry shit. That's some scurry shit. Some scurry. Yeah. And then if you want to get rid of it, y'all either talk it out and do what y'all got to do to see if y'all can get rid of this toxic shit or just cut them the fuck off if you feel like it's too bearable to even see them face to face to try to do that shit. All I'm saying is growth. Some is, of the toxicity is strong. Growth is like one of the top tier things that you can use when it comes growth to... Growth and communication. Yep, growth and communication. Without communication, then it's, that's, that's toxic grounds right there. All right. So, next topic. Yeah. What is a question that you feel is important to ask on a first date? Um... I was just thinking about this when you told me about this. <laughs> well, my question would be, how do you, how do you communicate and deal with tough, tough times with your significant other? Like, if y'all in a spat or if y'all don't have a disagreement and really into some shit, so basically, how do you deal how, with it or what would be your first response? How, they, how well do they handle pressure? Yeah. How well do you handle pressure? Like, if you feel uncomfortable, if the other person feel uncomfortable, 
or if you if something upset you that the other person said or did, what would you do? Or like, are you are you the vengeful type or are you more of the peace? Let's talk about talk this out type type. You know, that can fuck up a relationship, hell, if you're the vengeful type. Doing something out of pettiness or just acting out because you're mad or feeling the type and stuff like that. Or if one, if your girl on the period, like we just talked about, and then, but you want to fuck, but you mad, you go out and fuck another female because you ain't gonna have no pussy for me. That's fucked up. Yeah, that, that's some, what some niggas do though. That's fucked up. But that would be my question. It was like, what type of person are you when it comes to hardships with your significant other? The vengeful type or the peaceful type? It's pretty deep. And if they can't answer that or they take too long, I would assume that they never thought of it like that. Or they probably was never placed in a predicament where they had to, you know, activate that side of them. Yeah. But I give them time to think about it. Um, me, honestly, you know what? Every first date that I've ever had is all, I've never really had like no important question that needs to be asked. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know me, I'm a very inquisitive person. So anything that I say or do, I'm asking you before we even get to the date. You know, most of my questions is already asked and most likely answered. Or sometimes I just hold on to questions until, you know, shit, we actually link up for our date. But the only question I would probably say, um, or what have you wanted to ask? What have I wanted to ask? Yeah. Hmm. See, that's a hard question. That's that's actually hard for me to even like put together because old me would have had like some dumbass questions but that was like when I was younger you know what I'm saying and I was kind of like when are you older you now yeah I'm older now so it's like those questions that I would have had in mind in the past I don't have right now because I'm not I'm not in the same thinking process anymore but the only thing I would probably ask is how's your mental I would probably ask them how's their mental. Only because, you know me, I like to, you know, I like to stimulate people's thoughts. So, I feel like asking that on on a first date, it's going to kind of like be like a icebreaker later on after that date. You know what I'm saying? Like... I ask a quickie, quickie, not a quickie, but a, a tricky. <laughs> you want a quickie on I, the first date? Nah, hell nah. <laughs> that, but no, I would if she feeling it Honestly, like that. Though. We gonna get on that in just a moment. But no, it's like I ask a tricky question, as in I ask a girl another question. I'll be like, "How you think? How do you think the world views you right now?" It'll be a tricky question to ask because me. You know, I don't really care on how the world views me, and I just live my life on the good morals and stuff day by day. Yeah, because, I mean, shit, we all but live once, so you live your life it, the way it, you want it, to. But it depends. You can see what type of person they are if you ask them a, a question like that about their own self, like a conceited question like that. 
Honestly, hell, the way I feel. I do that to see how humble I I don't care how. Give me all some games. I don't care how people view me. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I'm going to be me and I'm going to do what I do and I'm going to do what I want to do. Like but I you said, because some some people actually care what the world thinks of them now. They do because some people have you know some past dramatic experiences that causes them to have you know insecurities or their confidence is just not there or they just don't feel they don't feel like the person that they see in the mirror. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like and you know the old saying you know don't look how you feel. So a lot of people can be out here looking <laughs> like they got it made, but on the inside they are not okay. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a good question, but I mean, it'll be a tricky one though. It wouldn't be a question that everybody would answer, right? It'll probably be one of those questions where you'll catch off guard, like y'all be talking about some other shit, and you be like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I want I, a person to be honest about it too. Only reason why I would ask how's their mental is because I want to know exactly how you really feel about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, not on the first date, but I just want to know. Like, I want to know where your head is at because if you're if you're second guessing this shit or you feel like this is not what's going to happen, then you know, hey, by all means, you know, let's cut this out after we get the. You know, dinner over yeah, with. Yeah, because I, I don't like time being wasted. I wouldn't want to waste a female's time at all. I wouldn't want my time to be wasted. I don't want no heartbreaks or disappointments either. Yeah. So we, I might, I'd rather be friends if it ain't really finna go no further. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, oh, so basically piggybacking off of what you said earlier about, um, damn, what did you say? Uh, damn. Cause I said I was gonna get back to it. Oh, uh, the whole uh. Oh, fucking on the first date. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna just go ahead and give my opinion on that shit. I personally don't give a good goddamn. Cause I ain't gonna lie to you. I done, I done gave it up on the first on the first date a couple times. I ain't gonna lie to you. I just kind of feel like. If you've already been talking back and forth with this person before y'all went on y'all first date, y'all finally had y'all first date, the date is what you wanted it to be and expected it, then y'all, like, after the date, y'all still talking, chopping it up, and the vibe is still good. Like, as two grown-ass people, like, if this is what you want to do, let's let's go ahead, because I'm, by all means, I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. That's why I said if they feel you, go ahead and do that shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, because eh. people be thinking that oh well, you shouldn't really give up on the first date. Like that just depends. You like can if you lust off a of personality, if you don't, if you're not really feeling that person, I don't expect you to give it up to them. But if the chemistry is strong on the first date to the point where it just really kind of like changes your mind, and it could be a a potential next date after this, I feel like having sex on the first day is kind of like a mind thing you gotta kind of like play your strategies here like do you want to get your shit up on the first day like do you feel like you gonna call this person back or you feel like you gonna text them back or hit them back yeah because if not don't do it it's common sense you don't want to get your hopes up or getting your feelings and stuff when a nigga come and dick you down and shit and then now you're looking retarded and shit the next day 
Because he out here on Instagram with Big Booty Judy. I'm fucking dead. I'm just saying. You got to pay attention to things like that. But yeah, I just kind of... Me, like, I would, but only if she wants it to. Like, I'd ask her on the first day, and I'd be like, are you sure? Like, do you, like... I was like, I'm not going to be like, oh, she want to fuck? All right, well, let me go ahead. Because, you know, yeah. on a good date, me with a with the right female, it might be a blunt involved, you know? <laughs> you know, we might have can a drink be, or two. Can you have one without one? Like, do yeah, it have to it's, always? But it's, ain't it more fun, though, I'm, when there's a blunt involved? But I'm saying if she don't do that, like, you got to do do be then, optimistic. I'll, it's not going to always be a blunt involved. But like, like I said, I adapt. If she's not into the smoking thing, I won't. I, I just don't I, want you to think I like, won't well, smoke damn, I gotta have a you know a blunt. With I might blunt if she don't care that I smoke, I'ma smoke. <laughs> if she don't care that, so you I don't want to be sober I'm while you with this female. On the first day, I probably yeah be sober. I'd but after that, you're not gonna be sober. I mean, if she's okay with me smoking. Wow. Because after the date, <laughs> because after the date. If but if I'm just me... saying, like, after the date, like, even though she don't care, but it's the fact that y'all still vibing, y'all still chilling, like, do you feel like it's necessary for you to do that? Like, that means obviously... No, I just do it for me. Yeah, but that means that's obviously something that you need right then and there. No. Me, I, it's just me. I just do it as, like, a little <laughs> pregame. Like, I'm about to go have fun. Let me go ahead so I can have some more fun. Oh, my God. You know? So you can't have fun sober? I can't have fun sober, but I choose to have a blunt. Just like a person wants to have a cigarette. But that's kind of bad because that's an addiction. <laughs> no, because I'll stop if she don't want me to smoke. I'll tell... Like, see, I'm all about communication. I'll be like, I'm out to smoke. Is it okay if I smoke before I come get you? If she say, yeah, I can do it, then I'm finna smoke. If she say, uh, well... Uh, not not this time and stuff. I put the blunt down. And be like, all right, I'm on my. See me, I don't care because I smoke too. So I don't. So give why a fuck. the hell did you? But I'm just I was oh. being optimistic because like I'm just trying to let you know that it don't really it's not a requirement, you know. But especially if you like oh, talking to somebody, like you don't really have to. It's but like if you want yeah. to, that's just something like okay, you do this shit at home, but you out with somebody else and having a good time with them. So it's not really needed. That's what I was yeah. being optimistic. Optimistic. Oh about. no, but. Probably eight times out of ten, I probably will be dating a girl that do smoke. So what if you don't though? Then I'm fine. It'll be cool with that. Like she just if I fuck hell her, bent over not. I'm not finna let we ruin my time of being happy. Anymore. I'm not trying to say it's go. <laughs> it is. I'm just, I'm just saying. saying. I just want you to be sure. You know, like yeah, I'm not finna get a whole attitude be like, hey, smoke. I'll just do um, that when I get home. Now, only as I said, if I've seen niggas do that, like they, get, I will be thinking about that, but they'll like they'll get like a whole attitude, and I'll just ruin the whole mood. That's that's people. That's people who don't know how to. And I'll be sitting like, know. damn, you got an addiction, bro. Like if you can't just go a day without that shit, you got an addiction. I can go a day. If I'm spending the whole day with my girl and she don't want me to smoke, I'll, I won't smoke the whole day. Because the only type of addiction I really would be is my girl that'll make me feel good. I, I smoke weed made me feel good on my health and stuff. Uh, I, you so talking? I, no, I'm you, saying. It's like one stone into another. But, like, but I'm saying <laughs> if I'm, if I'm going to be with my girl the whole day and she don't want me to smoke, I'll be fine with that because if I have any aches, pains, or little mental issues or something like that. Well, would you? I have my well, girl. Would you say, well, I'm just saying, like, you'll set disclaimer and let her know, like, this is the reason why. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, I smoke just for my health, you know. 
aches and pains, and you know, for sometimes my mental when I'm not really good when I'm going through a bad day. If she fuck with her, understand and but she. Well, you really wouldn't be having a bad day if you out with your girl. Yeah, I really wouldn't be having a bad day. But that's why I said if I'm with my girl, I wouldn't care if I if she didn't want me smoking. Okay. Like, I, I was just being smoke. optimistic because you know me, I don't give a fuck. I smoke. <laughs> like, I smoke because I'm bored of hell and my aches and pains and shit. Nah. Like I, I smoke like how people come home and have a glass of wine or a can of beer. Goddamn. I have a blend of weed. That's me. Ain't nothing wrong with it. As long as there ain't no little white powder or no blue rocks in my shit, I don't give a damn. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Alright, so my next question. Or I'll try to find a little aphrodisiac or something she like doing and Mm. I'll get that and try to get into that. Possibly. Try to make make the girl feel comfortable possibly. Alright, next. Oh, you drink Moscato? She, let me go ahead and get a bottle too, goddamn. Next topic. Um, do you feel like people are dating to just escape loneliness? Yes. A lot of people. Some people are probably dating to actually have a family and be happy. Or feel that, feel that type of void of loneliness that they haven't really experienced before. Mm-hmm. But most people, they're just with somebody just to be with somebody so they don't have to be with themselves, you know? Because a lot of people, they wouldn't date themselves, but they wouldn't want to be in a room by themselves with themselves either. Honestly, I would date me. So it's either... Oh, I know you. You're a dope-ass person. Hey, but you know that. But I'm just saying... You said I'm a biased person? I said you're a dope-ass person. Oh, I think you said I'm a biased person. Well, no, it's like... Well, I am kind of biased on certain situations. A lot of people don't want to feel alone. A lot of people don't want to be alone while everybody else is dating and stuff. So they'll either have a bunch of females they talking to or they'll have just a female that they fuck with just to fuck with. A lot of females do that so they won't be lonely either. See, but that's the thing. Like, I don't... I've been on that side I to where I never want to be using. placed in a predicament where... I'm gonna date somebody because I'm lonely at that time. I just need somebody there to comfort me. That just means you don't know how to be by yourself. Exactly. There's a lot of people don't know and how to be by And that's crazy. Like, there are grown ass people that don't know how to be by themselves. Yeah, because. Like, I've literally. I'm financially seen, uh, uh, troubled. Or it's not even financially troubled. It's just the fact that, like, some of them have, like, a problem where they hop from person to person. Yeah. Like, they don't give themselves, a, you know, enough time to, like, fix themselves or do whatever they need to do. They don't take the time just to be single and figure themselves out, find out what they actually want to do. So when they try to date and scene again, it's no big, you know, problem. But a lot of people just be dating people just because, like, I have access to them. Yeah, but when you call that lusting out of desperation, though? No. You wouldn't call it lusting out of Because if a person just got through breaking up with a person and then they instantly went to a next person, I think that's either you automatically been... Some people, like, have, have time. It don't even, a lust don't even have to be involved. It's just some fact that they know they have the power to still have that connection with somebody. I, me, I understand that, yeah. But I say it's lustfully 
it's like that's really lusting after somebody because it's like because you're gonna tell a person what you want to hear, what they want to hear in yeah. order for everything to work out well in your favor. Yeah. So. But it's like if you break up with a person, go fuck the next person, and y'all together. That I, means if a person do that, then that means you're just basically absent of love. You're absent of that shit. But that's the person who ultimately don't know how to be by themselves. Exactly. Because if you, you're not absent of love, you're not going to end up being with just anybody. Yeah, but some people, were, you know, weren't taught that or they didn't never experience that. They just... No. I've been by myself long enough to learn that. See, I took five years to be by myself by choice. I did not by choice. Like, after the relationship I had before... um. Hell, I I took five years off. I was single for five years by choice. Yeah. Because I really wanted to, like, you know, learn myself, really, and kind of, like, figure out what I actually like and what I will tolerate and what I won't tolerate and what I'm not settling for. Oh, yeah. So, but it was a great thing that I did do it because I kind of felt like in my 20s, I was kind of wilding out a little bit more than I should have. But that's the past. I didn't get to wild out. <laughs> I didn't get to wild out that much, but I sat and observed a lot. Mm-hmm. And I had my own experiences, but it's mostly I've sat, observed, learned, you know, studied and all this stuff. I feel like my 20s humbled me. Probably, yeah. Yep, you are an extremely humble person now. I am humble. And honestly, that's the reason why everything has been going great for me. But that's part of my downfall, ain't it? I'm too humble. <laughs> that's that's my issue. That's your issue? You're too humble? Yeah. Is there, Can there be a such thing as being too humble? I don't know. Not sure. Not even, I can't even hold you to that. I think I've been on levels of humble I've been humble enough to let shit slide I've been humble enough to let women do things to me I've been humble enough to let shit be how it is I'm humble enough to not really complain about a lot of shit that I've been through yeah that's the one thing I can't stand it's a complaining ass motherfucker I'm saying bruh I can't stand a a complaining a complainer like is the most annoying shit that's ever been created because like why the fuck are you complaining for mm, like be ha- mm, I'm too brown this life is hard nigga if you don't shut your ass up like it's people who got hella other problems like you don't ever know that the person that you might run across might be dealing with the same situation you got going on but they're a lot more chipper than you because they're humble about the situation so they're not going to wake up and complain about it. They're going to just do something about it to change it. See, and that goes back to around the episode one or two when I was saying, is it bad that I don't like a motherfucker that's openly depressed? Oh, yeah. Don't like that. Yeah. Because it's like you go really complain and then spew your energy out on other motherfuckers. Yeah, because that means you just obviously, like you're the definition of misery loves company because... You would rather place your misery on someone else so they can join and everybody can flock together. You got me yeah. fucked. So be like, yeah, my life sucks too. Uh, you just reminded me. Let's no, join nigga. together. 
Wonder nah. Twins activate. Get your stanky ass on somewhere. Wonder Twins activate head ass. Like, Damn, no. you want a hug, bro? You want something to eat, make you feel a bit better? Well, I'm just saying, like, we all go through something every single day, B. <laughs> Everybody going through way more shit nowadays now. <laughs> Stop complaining like your life the worst. You just going through the motions, nigga. Oh, oh you God. You push through it just like everybody else pushing through. Y'all niggas gonna really do all this and I got this right here. <laughs> but yeah. Push through it like other people do it. But if you need some help, then go get some help. Like we said last time, it ain't a thing to talk to somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, I need to hop on this topic ASAP. So, I'm not coming for anybody who does this, but it has to stop, okay? We need to stop basing people off of their fucking zodiac signs. Yeah, can we not do that? That is, this whole cancer man is crazy as hell. No, we ain't. Like, please. I, I have li- literally, within the last three months, have been dealing with a lot of Capricorn <laughs> situations and people can't stand our ass for some reason. Nigga, I am not like every other Capricorn you've came across. Talking about we too emotional. I'm not emotional enough to be a uh, cancer guy. <laughs> That's my issue. I just really wish people, like, because these are the people that's, like, since astrology and spirituality is now becoming a trend, everybody is, is jumping on this bandwagon and assuming that, oh, I can't be with this person. I can't fuck with this person because of their sign. Like, you don't really fucking know that. That's how they miss out on good people. Good fucking opportunities. I don't judge. Yeah. First of all, I had a judgmental person. That's number one. And number two, like... How the fuck you know a person's gonna react just based off what their fucking zodiac sign they is? They've probably been through something in life to change their mental. The zodiac signs is nothing but something that symbolizes a characteristic about yourself. The accurate characteristic, but it's not. It is accurate. Now, don't get me wrong. It is accurate but as fuck, not but the way you, live, you don't have to live by it. It's yeah. just something that's naturally upon you. You know what I'm saying? Like when they say about Capricorns, we're like really headstrong and hard working have a business mindset that is true but everything that they but say at the same the time that was something that i had to grow into i didn't know it right away yeah i had to wait until become an adult to figure out what the fuck was going on or even realize what all this shit really meant everything about the zodiac signs are average calculations that's really what it is the average the average zodiac sign that don't mean other people is that a lot of people are above average and even below average. It just yeah. annoys me. But I agree. Stop. Just because I'm Stop. Like, can we stop? You can be mindful of my characteristic, but don't right. automatically like, assume that, hey, nigga. Now, I ain't gonna lie to you. You know, I, y'all might hear me say, oh, I don't fuck with this sign. Only because I've run across several people that had, like, literally the same pattern. And I dislike them. You know what I'm saying? So, I might say that, but I'm not really going based off your Zodiac sign. I'm going based off the fact that I did take the time out to get to know you. And each time you failed me. <laughs> you failed me. You failed me. Yeah, so, 
you kind of maybe just the one to like steer clear of that particular sign and maybe come across another sign that might have a different advantage than you. <laughs> I just be mindful, that's all. I don't I don't take that and be like, okay, this female about to be crazy as hell, you know? Because she, she this sign. Yeah. But yeah, like how they say a Gemini is like crazy as hell. I wouldn't automatically assume a female is automatically crazy just because she's a Gemini. I know a couple of Gemini females that I think is pretty cool as fuck. My sister-in-law's a Gemini. She cool as hell. Or Scorpio. Scorpios are fucking nuts. Like, my brother is all pretty chill as fuck. That's what I'm saying. my, My cousin, she ain't... She... She... She about it, but she ain't on no crazy stuff. Like, most of the Scorpios I know is pretty chill. My brother is a Scorpio. He chill as fuck. As long as you don't, don't like look, as long as you don't bother him and you yeah. let him do his thing. Leave him alone. Leave, yeah, just leave him alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might not get that side of them. But they cool as shit, though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, that's what I be hating. Like, people be basing everything off of Zodiac. Please, please do not use astrology to determine your final answer when it comes to meeting people okay just take the time out like take old, those as notes let, let's just go back to the old times before all of this astrology shit was like really big try to take the time out to get to know the person first before you yeah before the internet came out yeah like just just do it old-fashioned a lot of y'all was on let me meet you at the gas station or the grocery store and have people and, like, oh, or meet you, at, meet you at the look, lunch lunch let, line or something. Let me meet you at the uh, the or the book fair or the gas station. Just, like, look, or let me meet you at the school and shit. Hell, hell yeah, at the bus stop. Why don't we go back to that instead of oh, let me search up what his birth date means. Right. Oh, I can't fuck with him because he's this. Like, we're not compatible. Oh, his moon, ass. his Mercury doesn't match up with mine. Right. Like, the fuck? Can you please, like, can you really just do your research? Match up these nuts. Like, just do your That's research first before you start I say doing use, anything. use astrology shit as just little sticky notes and just be observant of that person. Yeah, just to see if what is what was written is actually true based off your views. There's a lot. I've of... seen two compatible sign, two non-compatible signs. Yeah. Work out in the best. That's way. what I was just about to say. Like that's what I understand. I'm like y'all really out here using this Going shit. Going back, if y'all backtrack to communication and all that stuff and understanding. It wouldn't be no problem. Yeah. So Get rid of the toxic shit by talking. And if a motherfucker like, come to you and say, oh, we can't date because we're not compatible, please, you saved yourself, okay? They, they saved you. From a toxic situation. Yeah, because that was going to be some stupidity going on. You because let's be say, miserable. let's say brothers, if she sees you and then you compatible, gym, uh, a compatible Zodiac or whatever, but then she mess around and bump into another brother and her DMs and he even more compatible than you is. You but know, he she, might be more toxic than the nigga that yeah. she was talking to before. And then she fuck around and leave you because she more compatible with him saying that she found somebody better. And then it turned out that ain't the case. And then now she running back to you and stuff. I had that happen to me once. But you know, I'm the type of brother like once you lose me, I'm just gone. Yeah, but... You, I'll be a friend and we cool, cool, and we ended on a respectable way, but if you just was on some bullshit, nah. Yeah, but you, 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 you,
and I'd rather just forget about you. I've forgotten a lot of females' names that I shouldn't have forgot based off the bullshit that they did. Yeah, but, but they'll know who they is when we come up on that shit. I'm dead as fuck. <laughs> talk about oh man. All right. So next topic. What are your views on absent fathers wanting to rekindle their relationship mm. with their children or child? Ooh, you know this is a touchy subject for me. <laughs> I'd say if they willing to put in the same energy that their sons or daughters are willing to give just to know that their father, I say I'm all for it. You know, it's never a wrong time, you know, because mm-hmm. every every life is short. Like life isn't long as fuck. Like some lives are short as hell. So I say if the absent fathers and or mothers or mothers, absent mothers and stuff want to. Hey, being a child life ain't nothing like now, goddamn. You know, stop waiting out of fear or being petty and thinking that they should come to you because they really shouldn't come to you because you left first. That's true. Kids don't leave first. They don't. Because at most times, like, when they leave or the parent was absent at a bad time, because anything could happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got some parents that... At the time, they just couldn't really be that mother or father that their child needed, so they abandoned them, yeah. left them with the other parent. And now that they're older and they got their shit together and they're trying to rekindle that time that they lost with their child, like I feel like the opposite, the other parent should allow that to happen because if the person is coming to them and like, hey, you know, I know I fucked up, I know what I did was wrong, I didn't mean to do it, but here's my chance now to fix it. It's I the feel like that counts. yeah, like because how technically, much effort you putting into? At the end of the day, like no child should go without having either or parent. You know, yeah. like that. I don't think so. No child should ever have to deal. And with And I that. feel like if the parent that was taking care of the kid dies, and now you got it, you got to step your motherfucking game up. Exactly. It's only right. Yeah, so stop being bitter and stuff. And even if. Even if uh, the father or the mother was trying to keep your kids away, the kid would know how hard you was trying to get to them based off how hard you trying to fight for them. Yeah, because that bitter shit, like, I understand, like, sometimes, because, I, I mean, I'm not a baby mother, so I don't have no kids. So I can't really but relate. I that shit. But I do have, like, friends, and I do have, you know, family members that dealt with that shit before. And, you know, having to watch them go through... That shit pisses you off. The phases of being bitter and using your child. That shit pisses a nigga off, even if it's not your kid. Because sometimes when the child get older, and let's say God forbid something happened to the father, the child, that's it. Like, they're going to be resenting the mother because the mother didn't take the opportunity to allow their child to reconnect with their father. So now you can't go back. The folk that do that out of spitefulness, y'all ain't shit. And y'all be the main ones that need to be on child support and don't deserve a kid. But like I said, everybody's story is different. We don't know what's behind. I just know from what I've saw before. You know, if it's a valid that, reason, I, I don't care. If it's a valid reason, then yeah, I can understand. But at the same but if you're time, doing it spiteful if, but if you're petty, being spiteful because y'all just not together He got a no new more, girl or, or he just... He got a new girl or he was late paying child support or... 
if he's I feel like if he's a father who's actually trying and you're still giving him a hard time for whatever reason, I feel like you need therapy. And I don't think <laughs> this 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 is gonna piss some of y'all ladies off. But brothers, I don't think we should be on child support if we giving the mom money all the goddamn time. To take care of the kid. If we actually paying for stuff without child support and take care of the kid, we shouldn't be put on child support. So I mean sometimes child support is put out there to be spiteful because Exactly. At the end of the, the only reason why some people do win it though is because the judge gonna look at it like, Well, you know, yeah, I understand you giving them money, but that's your fatherly duties. Alright then, so if we doing our fatherly duties then there should be no cause for having child support. That's why I tell the judge. If I'm doing my fatherly duty, <laughs> then there should be no reason I'm being put on child support. I feel you. If I'm supporting my child as a father. And that's I, my duty. Me, personally, I would probably never do the child support thing because that's one of, well, that was one of my fears to actually have a deadbeat baby daddy. That's the reason why I probably held off of having kids in my 20s. Man, I'll force him with a gun so, to take care of your kids. But the Are thing about it, though, I'll probably never do the child support thing. Because, like, first of all, I'm not trying to go back and forth in court, spend a court fee. Yeah, that's too much money, too. Spending this much money to get the shit taken care of. And then, like, yeah. I, I don't want I don't want that. I, I don't, I'm not a confrontation yeah, person. Man, I'll put a... Because I'm not trying to deal with that shit. Like, first of all, be like, take care of your kids. at this point, if I feel like if you don't want to partake in your child's life or even help me take care of your child... That's fine. Don't do shit. I will take care of it myself. Don't come running. But don't come this way. When he get all grown or he has some child, going for it. So. Yeah, like when a child gets older and decides that he is old, he or she is old enough to do whatever they please and actually being successful at what they're doing. Don't don't try to be the parent then. Don't do that. Cause I ain't asked you for shit. My child didn't ask you for shit. You didn't contribute. I raised it. Where were you? Yep. Now those, now those fathers, I don't, I don't like them fathers. But if you're a father who's actually doing his job and a damn good job, I salute you. Even though you had slip-ups along the way, but you still like, Yeah, because ain't nobody perfect, but for the fathers that is actually out here doing the damn thing, because you know me, I, I love seeing fathers being fathers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Y'all are, I salute y'all salute 100% y'all. because and y'all, y'all really out here doing it. Y'all, y'all really, y'all really doing it. Especially black fathers, most importantly, black fathers. I salute y'all too because, you know, kids need their they fathers just like they need their mothers. But when yeah. it comes to, you know, the black community, when it comes to absent fathers, it's really, you know, a high standstill for us. I'm saying you some know, people act like that's not an important thing. Like either. I like personally, I grew up in a single parent household. My mama did the damn thing. I I applaud my mama one hundred percent because she did her thing. She had two kids and she had to take care of ten years apart, but she did it. You know, so, but that's one of the generation curses that I want to break. I don't really want to bring a child into a single parent household. I want to make sure I raise my kids in a two parent household because I don't want like, it wasn't my, my life wasn't bad but you know, I did miss out on that opportunity of just actually having my dad in the house 
you know, so, but over the since, I still was able to go to his house and stuff like that, and visit and stuff like that, but seeing, like, a lot of my friends who had, like, the two-parent household, it did make me feel some type of way growing up. You know, like, I was, I ain't gonna lie to you, I was slick kind of jealous of my brother for a while because he had that opportunity to have both of my parents in the house. And by the time I was even, shit, able to walk and talk, <laughs> that was it for me. Yeah. So, but, you know, in a sense, I kind of felt like my life would have been a lot different <laughs> if my dad would have stayed with us. I feel like I probably would have never dated. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my dad would probably not approve of me dating at all. Um, half of the shit that I've done probably would never slide. But at the end of the day, I love you, Dad. You're the bomb.com. <laughs> but other than that, um, next topic. What is your love language? I say it's two things. If I can chill with you in silence and then the second thing, turn around and we can laugh and be on some funny shit when we in the mood too, then that's kind of my level. I fuck with that. Because that means... If you, I so you chill, fuck with... So we vibing is your love language, basically. Yeah. That's what I had to say. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, no, I was being specific because other people might say what you mean by vibe. You know? Well, hell, we in a day and age. just 2022. Everybody if I should... can enjoy my silence and having fun with you, that's my language. Oh. Well, my love language is gift, is uh, buying gifts. Oh, you talking about what I do? Yeah, I act. Did, do you oh, not be listening to meant, my questions? I thought you meant what what we what me and another female. No, do. nigga. Oh, I said what, nigga? Did you not hear me when I said what is your love language? Oh, uh, uh, giving a female my artwork. Okay. Drawing for her as a gift. Okay. Or just because. I like buying gifts. I am that person. I am. I love buying gifts. If I'm in a relationship with somebody or I'm, you know, have a high interest in someone and, you know, we've been fucking with each other for a while, like, to show my appreciation, I do buy gifts. The only problem about me, I'm not really good with surprises. So I'll be trying to, like, surprise. And then it just don't work out. Because then I'll be like, ready for you to open it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, can you see what I got you? <laughs> but yeah, my love language is giving is, you know, buying gifts. But I feel you on that, like, just the vibe. Because I'm one of those people that I can sit and chill in silence. That don't necessarily mean that there's something wrong with me. That don't necessarily mean that I have an attitude or I'm just not with the shits. It's just, you know, silence is key sometimes, you know. And if the vibe is right between you and your significant other and y'all can really just chill out. Because, like, I know for a fact with me, like, I can sit there and watch you play the game. 
Like I'll watch you. I'll, I'll watch you play the game. Or if you want to put on a good anime, we can do that. That's fine. But you know, if you don't feel like talking at that time, then that's cool with me. As long as I'm in your presence and we good, that's all that matters to me. Next topic. Would you, if you was a parent, would you put your child out at 18? Nope. Why? Because I was, uh, not every kid has their plan set intact on what they want to do. And I wouldn't want my kid struggling by himself while I'm piloting in my house and stuff. Because me, I'm a whole, I'm family orientated, so... And I've been, I've lived with family members and I've been living with my mom for a while and it helped me build up the person I want to be. I guess I wouldn't because it provides less pressure on them before they really get out into the world and they can get more advice and help on preparing themselves until they're ready to, you know. Not meaning that they'll be in my house for the rest of their life, they're going to have to get out at some point. Mm-hmm. But at 18, nah. Because they're still technically babies. Right. So, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd be like, if you want to move out, that's on you. I'll help you and prepare you. But if you 18 and you don't know what you want to do and you don't want to move out or you can't move out into the world, I'm not going to have a big deal, but you will work. At the end of the day, you are going to do something. Find a hobby or work or make some type of money to help out. Yeah. You're going to learn responsibility and stuff like that. See, that's why, like, when I have kids, I want my kids to, like... A lot of stuff that I know now, I didn't know when I turned 18. Because, I mean, the only thing I fucking did for 12 years was go to fucking school. And um, only thing that schools ever taught me was basic fundamentals. You know, everything that... I know now I didn't know then so I had to basically do my research and kind of just take notes and figure the shit out on my own and maybe possibly ask questions and get some answers to them but I agree I'm if I have kids like I'm not kicking my kids out of 18 because hell I was 18 I didn't know what the fuck I was doing all I know is I was happy I fucking graduated facts okay like do you know how <laughs> stressful senior year is yeah. That shit's stressful as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you gotta make sure your credits is together. You gotta make sure you pass this and this and this. You gotta make sure your GPA straight. Like, nigga. You literally have a year to get your life together. Mm-hmm. On your last year. This, and that's what's gonna determine whether or not you walk or not. So that means you really had to spend three years of your fucking high school busting your ass just for you to have a chill last senior year. Yeah, because it's like high school was hard, right? Mentally. Like as a kid that age, that was a hard moment. And expecting the kid to just get kicked out and go right back into the real world without even preparing them what's really out there, that shit don't make them more mentally unstable if they're not prepared for it. Yeah. I mean, I know some people that moved out at 18 by choice, and it was some that got kicked out at 18. 
because their parents just felt like, okay, you 18, you grown as adult. But everybody's situation is different, so you never know what happened for the reason why it led to that. Like, they probably started smelling themselves and started, you know, kind of getting lippy yeah, off the and shit. Yeah, kids that talk shit, saying they grown, they grown. Yeah, you know shit. what I'm saying? So, you deserve I mean, that shit. You I either. can see why. You, you, gonna, you ain't gonna be in my house, you ain't paying no bills, and you talking shit to me? Yeah, don't, don't I'm be talking you all that good shit. I'm letting you live here rent-free, eat up my fucking food while I go to work and bust my ass to come home, and you in my house? Bullshitting? Yeah, you ain't finna talk to me crazy. Yeah, don't, don't be acting um, all scared when your ass outside with them hobos warming your hands up in the trash bin and shit. <laughs> but the ones that's like in school and actually really want to do something with myself, even if they don't go to college and they decide that they want to work, I mean, or do whatever their heart desire, as long as it's being productive... They can stay in my house. Oh, you help out with the bills. They can stay in my house. You know, I, if anything, I would basically probably have like a trust fund set up for my kids when they're born. So yeah. that way, like by the time they do turn 18, they got a little bit of something in there that they can fuck with, but they're going to have to use it responsibly. And even if they don't work at that moment, y'all have to have something to do. Find a little something. Or a little hobby, something that keeps you busy. And I'm pretty sure by the time I even had kids and they actually become of age, I mean, technology is going to be so fucking advanced that they'll have, like, all the tools and information to become basically self-employed. You know? Hmm. It ain't hard taking care of your kids once they're at that age. I mean, you can't say that. We we both not parents, so we don't even know. But we just At age off. 18, all they got to do is, if they live in your house, they have to respect respect the times coming in and out your house and just help pay bills. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't want my 18-year-old running the streets at, after 10 o'clock. That's what I'm saying, respect because the Because it's like 18, like I understand you're legal, but... Nigga, you can't even fucking buy alcohol yet. So no, you definitely rent a car got <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can't do shit. You just legal. Can't you know even what I'm buy saying? A like that cigarette. means yeah, being eighteen, that just fucking means that you're reliable to get arrested and they can charge you as an adult. <laughs> like, that, that's just really what that shit is, okay? Eighteen don't necessarily mean you grown. <laughs> Now, if you out making some money and then you could be out that late, then just as long as your ass, uh, let me know when you coming home. Goddamn. Not even then. Well, I w- only if they had like a job where they required them to work overnight. Yeah, that's what I mean. If it's that, then yeah. But I'm not finna, you know, have my child out <laughs> at the age of 18 running the streets and shit. Like, it's okay. No. Because <laughs> first of all, I'm, I'll be a mother who's going to be worried sick about her child. And try to figure out why the fuck he in the house. But yeah, my kids can stay in that house, you know, until they're ready to leave. You know, I'll make sure that I have a, a decent house where dad will always be their home. So if they decide that they can come back, they can come back. You know. Oh yeah. But um. Once you hit that thirty, though. Oh yeah, you hit now. Nah, you hit close thirty. Now you got. You gotta go in and get up out of there because you had well enough you ten, got years. ten years. You had ten no, years no, to get your longer than that. You had twelve years. Yeah, you had like at least a good ten to twelve years to figure out life, see what you want to do, use your you know tools and everything that you had to get together 
and you should be ready for life. Yeah. You should not be still in my house at 30. <laughs> like, not unless you lost your house over something or what? But hell, the way the economy is, <laughs> if this shit don't go down no time soon. You might have to live in they villages. They might. <laughs> go live in villages with our families and shit. <laughs> be out there with tents and shit, goddamn. <laughs> Gonna look like African villages and Indian villages in this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, shit. shit. Talking about two bedroom, two grand. You got me fucked up. Apartment areas gonna become castles and shit. <laughs> Townhomes gonna start looking like mansions. <laughs> shit. That shit gonna be crazy. I'm Cities gonna be kingdoms and shit like that. We all gonna have to go hunting for these deer running around this motherfucker. They gonna have to really go by your class, like uh, um, lower class, middle class. Who gonna, who gonna be class. the farmer, goddamn? <laughs> who gonna be the hunter? Who gonna who gonna be making shit? Who gonna go out there during the cold? <laughs> who, who the blacksmith, goddamn? <laughs> who making the firewood? We got the assigned the assignments, guys. You gonna have to get animals and shit. That means you don't really have to get a king, a that king Discovery or so. Channel, how we're acting is today, that Discovery Channel shit gonna be coming in handy. <laughs> Living down in the wild and shit. What the fuck you talking about? I'll be out there with the mountain lions and shit. Gonna have a whole mountain lion, a skinned mountain lion as a blanket over my ass. What are you talking about? <laughs> Looking like a righteous Viking. Don't make shit. me go back to my roots. <laughs> I ancestors got that. I'm trying to tell you the way this shit is now, man. Shit expensive. I'm telling you, shit. Georgia got one more time to go up to four dollars, and I'm parking my shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the gas prices. Where where the horses at and shit? We'll be starting driving horse and buggy. First of all, can you imagine niggas? Slide out Atlanta on I two seventy five. Cause we got niggas in Memphis that use that ride on horses and shit. So we like just imagine like just going on the highway in Atlanta, seeing some niggas. Horse and buggy on there. Nothing but niggas on horses. Horse buggies, bikes, scooters. Can you you still have road rage while being on a horse? No. If you have road rage on a horse, bro, something wrong with you. This ain't the Wild West no more. But you know niggas gonna be strapped though when they on the yep. horses. So it's oh, like Rufus Buck head ass. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm like mm, I don't know. I, the I harder can, they fall. To be real with you, I can see that shit in uh in Atlanta. Like niggas just be on horses, just going down Atlanta, going you know eighty five. <laughs> Gone on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So just oh, imagine. They that. wait for work. They gone. All you hear. <laughs> all you hear that. Now. Or the weed man say, I'm about to pull up. All you hear is trot. They're going to put a speaker in the back of the horse. Right. Well, the weed man here. Can you just imagine pulling up to your plug in a horse? Oh, jeez. Nah. <laughs> I'm here, nigga. <laughs> Go ahead. Let me put in my satchel. God damn it. You gotta make sure you don't get robbed by nobody. <laughs> then me Ooh, and my horse out of there. Hop the fence on there. Just imagine being at the light on your horse. That shit loud as hell. Right? That's horsepower for you. I'm the type to have a horse and buggy. I have like four horses attached to a buggy. <laughs> Gone on there. <laughs> oh my god. As soon as the light turned green. Yeah! Gone on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
that shit. That would be a crazy ass time. Like, just imagine going to Kroger. That would be interesting. Imagine going to Kroger and you forget where you put your horse at. Like, damn, which color my horse is again? <laughs> damn, it's about five black ones right there. <laughs> I'm like, let me whistle and see which one come to me. <laughs> Jinkies. Hey, where you at? <laughs> My noble steed. Goddamn. Uh, you just got to whistle for Damn. that Damn. And then the people out there carrying baskets at the grocery store, you got to have a pooper scoop out there, too. Just oh, that's going to be shitty out there. Uh, they going to stink out there. <laughs> yeah, that shit be nasty as <laughs> hell. Boy, look at it. Just a... Oh, my God. That would be horrible. Ugh, cow be, pies and shit. Just being at the light. Look, can you just imagine being at the light and you got another nigga on a horse right behind you? And then you got to go to the gas station, give the horse some hay and shit, let it rest and shit. Right. Can't ride it all day. Shit, that one hour might turn into two hours. Right. And then, instead of your car fucking up on you, your horse ain't fucking with you and want to run around and shit. What if your horse sick? Then you just out of luck. You just SOL. Yeah, you got to put, put your horse down. You got to total your horse. Nah. You got to file a claim on your horse. <laughs> horse insurance. Horse insurance, oh yeah. Then you got to go to the local farm to get you a note. Yeah. That's why you're supposed to have, uh, what you call it? you going to have Chevy horses. <laughs> <laughs> Dodge horses. Dodge horses. They're going to have, look. Ford no, F-150 horses. Look, they're going to have a horse out there looking like a Hellcat. Okay. <laughs> The scat pack. <laughs> that horse gonna be built for a tough. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> you can get you a GMC buggy, horse and carriage. Goddamn. <laughs> Make sure you get the three point six V six. You gonna have a, a stallion Ferrari out in this motherfucker? That motherfucker gonna be fast as hell, boy. See, I already know niggas gonna put gold hooves and shit on there. <laughs> Make their horse a gold grill and shit. <laughs> they gonna braid their horse's hair and dread it up. Oh, Jesus. Ugh, can you see a Florida horse with wicks in their hair? Oh, the name got wicks. Oh, oh my that's God. That's, that's some scary that's shit. That's some funny shit. Woo. Oh, that would be hella funny. Man, we have horse jackets instead of car jackets. That's wild. But alright listeners, I'm glad y'all spent, you know, this hour and 30 minutes hanging out with the gang. We do appreciate you listening and tuning in to episode 5. Yeah. Um, we will be dropping episode 6 this weekend, so make sure you okay. tune in. If you haven't already, please, 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 follow us on Spotify. What? Make sure you give us some stars and, you know, feel free to comment. Yeah. Share our posts, you know, because we, we really out here Follow doing a thing, you know. We're now five episodes into our first season, so I do appreciate Tell y'all cousins and aunties about it. Right. You Tell know? your mom and them about yeah. us, you know, saying that's carefree. Tell your homeboy down the street. Tell, tell your sneaky link on your side bit about us. Something. Boy, shut your yeah. ass up. <laughs> tell, tell, tell your home, home class teacher or something like that. Anyway, we now are on TikTok, so a lot of our content will be posted on TikTok, so just make sure yeah. you go ahead and feel little free. Random, little random videos. Yeah, it's going to be some clips from, you know, moments. the podcast, and also we will be posting our gaming content on there as well. 
If you haven't already, follow us, follow me and my partner here on fucking Twitch. I'm Adora Dialogues. I don't know what your shit is. Rolling Stone 101, goddammit. There it is. On Twitch, we will be merging to YouTube shortly. Um, just bear with us. Well, um, that got down. But yeah, we do appreciate the supporters that have been reposting our stuff. Like All I said, it costs, it costs nothing to share. It really doesn't. Just press play and let it play for 30 seconds. Right. You know, we just, just out here trying to, you know, do our thing and just, you know, talk about some shit that people don't really say on a daily basis. So we do appreciate you guys so far who's been sticking it out with us and, you know, hanging out with the game. More special guests on the way. Yes, we are bringing more guests. We are. More funny personalities. We are trying. We're in the works of getting something, you know, set up for the summer as well. The average everyday people, but with a sprinkle of special. Yes, so we're going to be having more interviews because we noticed that, you know, some of our listeners do appreciate the interviews prior to our last episode. Once again, check out... Can't get no celebrities. We don't get money like that. Yeah, we, you know, we... we But we can get celebrities (laughs) in our life like that. We're always willing to get... The gang, Upcoming artists. So, you know, any upcoming artists that's feeling free to go ahead and hop on the line with us, you know, that's fine too. But... Other than that, we're going to go ahead and shut it down with episode five. Y'all go ahead and check us out on Spotify, on Anchor, Carefree Loners. Dot com coming soon, too. Oh, yes. So stay tuned. Y'all be easy. All right, now.